Koite Arapuru Sounds. E ngā mana, e ngā reo, e rauranga tēnā koutou katoa. You're listening to Hereo Tawhito, a podcast for Sound Centre for New Zealand Music, Toi Te Arapuoru, ko Crystal Edwards Ahau. It's been a great honour to speak with some of the leading experts on Ngā Motetea in Aotearoa. Today, I'm talking with Pere Wihongi. What does uh, when you hear that kupu motetia? kupu. What does that mean to you? Oh, when I think motetia, my mind goes straight to traditional. I don't know why. Um, I think maybe because a lot of the mahi um, that I've worked with throughout um, mahi waiata, mahi tito, um, has been through a kapahaka. And of course, we all know that there are seven disciplines within a kapahaka uh, performance, inclusive of the waiata tira. Um And of course, the motetea section is the most traditional of all um, the disciplines included in Kapaka. So my mind goes to traditional, um, but my wairua takes me to marae. My wairua takes me to marae, um, and my initial gut feeling takes me to library. And when I think of the word motiate, I think of our whare puka puka. I think it is our literal archival space of information that uh, we as Māori have unlimited membership to. Um, because, of course, within Motetea, you're covering every single scope of subject. Um, from, of course, uh, whakapapa, pepeha, history, um, all the way through to uh, navigation, astrology, um, even right down to courting and, and sex. It covers every single subject. And within that, we've had the source of education, the source of information for over thousands of years prior to the arrival of pen and paper um, this was our pen and paper. This was our main vehicle of, one, uh, keeping our stories, uh, but two, handing down information to the next generation. And it's come from our traditional tunes, our traditional language, through this traditional means of composition. Yeah. Koe nga pea etahi 
whakaaro e tau mai ana ki taku hine ngaro i te rongohanga o tēnā kupu. Mm, a tāhua, a tāhua tērā whakautu, ērā whakautu e hoa, and that is, it's so beautiful. And I, tika, I think of marae too, you know, but when you said e rongoto wairua, I was like, yeah, actuals, yeah, it's more, that's what what's drawing that, yes, tika. Do you have any, like, any faves, any favourites? Uh, you know what, um, uh, for myself, more tea wise I grew up actually um, learning different types of more um, but not the ones that were that were quite lengthy. So the shorter motearea are the ones that I actually grew up with, and it wasn't actually until exploring the space of Kapahaka, um, until also adventuring out. Uh, to other iwi and other kaupapa till I was exposed uh, to different uh, types of more out there, but uh, a, a beautiful um, place where you'll see more out there uh, thrive is always the marae and always at ka- at different kaupapa and uh, whether it be tangihanga, whether it be wānanga, karanga, whether it be uh, huri tau there will always be a display of, of some type of mōte out there, which is beautiful. Um, and then, of course, you've got the matatini, which showcases an array of uh, different styles of mōte out there, different language techniques of mōte out there, and even different ways of presenting mōte out there. And so the matatini stage is probably where I can uh, look to to have a whole array of different types in the one space, at the one time. Um, I tend to, uh, I, I tend to, I think it's even a hinengaro thing, sway towards, I, I love watching uh, groups that can perform pātere, uh, faster pace, more uh, there uh, because I, I really do believe it's a skill and a craft to say words at a certain speed all at the same time. Um, and so groups like the Wakahuya have always displayed that type of uh, mō style, the bātere, the faster uh, type of um, chant. But it, and, and the common theme, I guess, with the faster ones are that they usually tend to speak to tūtohu whenua um, of each region and of each rohe. Um, and so uh, there's that. I, I myself have performed a seven-minute-long motearea at, at the Matatini, which literally has spoken just about whakapapa and how each waka, uh, there is a direct ascendance connection uh, to, of course, uh, Pōtato. Uh, and, and, and in turn, the connection of the kingitanga to every single waka. Um, so there are different arrays of uh, out there. And, and even if we, if we even look to the Matatsiri stage, um, a great example of modernization of motearea would probably be Motai Tangataro's Motearea 2015. Um, it, it, it has the typical style of uh, exploring different ways to tell a story. And to my understanding, um, the motearea was actually about the Te Kaumarua or, or Te Kingitanga. Um, the new, newly elected Te Kaumarua of the Kingitanga in that year. 
Um, and it was actually beautiful because, of course, in, in, in Iinawao Mua, uh, they would liken things like a, a manuote uh, that would fly from one area to another, or I liken myself to a bird that would fly from one rohe to another. And now I will swim in the, in the rivers of so-and-so. So there, there are always different vehicles to tell a story in, in Motaitara. And I, I, I use Motaitara as an example because within uh, the Motaitara, which to my knowledge was composed by Plane Gloin, um, and that's an assumption as well, um, but uh, it speaks to, um, of course, going from one uh, one. Um, to Kaumarua member to the other, but it uses modern day context. So, like, Te waka topa topa ka topa atsuki a mea, ka homae taku waa, ka patsuri ni atsuki a mea. You know, and so it has a modern context, um, of course, Mao's uh, resources, Raoemi, um, to really display and tell our current presence. And you'll, you'll find that our current present will be completely different to uh, the present of 200 years from now. Um, and so a waka topa topa and a, a, a wire may be like foreign objects that people would not, it would not have ever considered using, but it, it, it speaks to um, our current, current context. And that is a beautiful example of Motearte and what Motearte does. And uh, maintaining our stories as Māori, our history, our whakapapa, but also telling, um, ensuring that those stories last and are alive in the next 200 years or so uh, when our uri are speaking to subjects just like this. Oh, tautoko, tautoko rawatia hau ya ei tēra. Yes, because one of my favourite um, composers, like, uh, I guess our current composers would be Kingi Kiriona too. I love what he puts together because it's current. You know, what I like, it's current kōrero. It's kōrero about what we are living. You know, yes, our traditional way to take us back into our histories, into our pūraka, wherakamea. But if we don't start capturing the present day and, you know, make these what's nā neke neke o te ao māori nā tonu nei, well, how else are our people going to remember? Hey, era o na neke neke. So, katotoko, totoko rawatu aha ya koe. Well, yourself being a bit of a composer as well, at their heart, have you ever used Mortetia specifically in any of your compositions or any of your music? 
Pi, and you, I'm, I'm glad you've brought up Papa King as a, as a composition uh, example, um, because he's he's pretty uh, he has been one of my biggest inspirations when it does come to um, kabaka composition, um, and being able to learn under him um, for for pretty much the first block of my haka life. Um, really uh, gave me a deeper perspective and meaning to uh, inclusion of more um structure of more and how it can also be used in uh, modern day contexts. Um, for, for myself personally, because uh, my whanau is a result of the urban drift, my papa um, and his parents actually would have moved from the Northland to Tamaki Makoto in the 60s, 70s. Uh, per se, and so um, growing up, my papa and uh, papakura, we actually we actually were brought up up north in the far north until we moved back down uh, into Tamaki Makoto, um, and so when we did move down to Tamaki Makoto, we were um, of course exposed to our mōte out there from our kura, um, which one there's, there's a whole mixture and array of that because um, one it spoke to our um, two tohu whenua of Tamaki Makaura, and in particular um, the whare of our kura, te manu kaimiro me te arahanga, um, ngā wahi o, 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 o tomato kura. Um, but to add into that, we also had a huge faculty from Ngai Tuhoi. If not, it was like about 95% of our faculty um, from Ngai Tuhoi. And so we were doing more there, there like Takurako as well. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and so the inclusion of different types of more there, there is a- absolutely b- beautiful. My favourite um, more there, there um, to perform has actually been one of Kingi. Uh, Kiriona's Motearte, and it was actually in Kahunganu as well, uh, which was would have been my last matatini um, with Deiti Kahurangi. Um, and I loved it because it spoke to um, Te Mātāwai uh, and the members of, of the Te Mātāwai board um, and actually uh, speaking to um, one, their whakapapa, uh, their, their tūpuna and famous historical quotes from within their region to help guide them uh, in their mahi on the newly elected Te Mātāwai board. Um, and uh, being able to uh, see how Papa King... Um, one lays out uh, his whakaro, um, but two also incorporates um, kupu, kiwaha, uh, and motearea quotes uh, within modern day time uh, composition of motearea. Um, so that when we were, when we are speaking um, to tatere uh, uh, from Kauru as as an example. Uh, we're speaking to the the Ketekiwaha uh, that he would have been uh, gifted by, of course, uh, Tanamata Ngareo. Ah, 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 koina tonu. Uh, nā reira ko te uh, āta kohiake i ngā kōrero, uh, i, ngā, uh, i ngā rerenga whiu, uh, i ngā whakatauāki, uh, i, I tēnā mōteata, i tēnā pātere me te whakakotahi mai ki tētahi waiata He taonga nui, he tuitui He tuitui ngā whakaro o nehe Anā ki te horopaki o nāia nei um, And I think it's beautiful because um, As much as we are trying to maintain uh, The traditional uh, um, means of mōteata um, There's also another responsibility for us To create the mōteata of, of 200 years away
Um, as much as it is a responsibility for us to sing the Mōtēatea of 200 years before us. Um, and within that, it really um, pushes through the whakaaro of uh, we are literally the tūpuna of the future. Um, and so it's actually following through and giving them uh, lessons that we've learned from this day and this generation um, so that we're helping and guiding our uri just as Motiata have helped and guided us. Um, in our own in, in, in terms of my own compositions of um Motiata and of uh Kōrero Tuku Iho, um it really well because for myself and uh, for myself personally and for my own composition style, um I have arrangements going on in my head and you'll notice that within Motiata there ain't no notes and it's just straight octaves no nothing in between you could probably hold a hold a tail that could probably be the most you can go um, but no there's no and so a lot of my compositions are actually because there's a whole arrangements going on and in my head, uh, I go to those arrangements. Um, but the only the only place I've been able to explore more there has been more um, there for back home, um, and providing corridor tupuna, tutohu whenua for our marae, which are basic waiata tautoko songs. Hey, afi te kaupapa. Um, and within the kapahaka round. Um, for our tamariki, so we've uh, I've been able to tutor uh, primary school uh, right down to our kohanga reo, um, right across to our um, farikura secondary students, and within that really explore the space of motearea uh, for our tamariki uh, and what what um, what styles uh, or exposing them to different styles, different techniques. Um, but even uh, bringing forth old motearea so that they're able to still learn motearea uh, from a different time and context, even though we're based here in Tamaki Makoto. Because, of course, uh, a lot within the urban drift, a lot uh, of Uri Māori living here in Tamaki Makoto actually fuck up outside of Tamaki Makoto. Um, so being here in Tamaki, it is about trying to offer and expose different experiences, different uh, history, kōrero, kōrero hitori, whakapapa, even different styles, different tempos and different ways to tukua mō there. The difference between a pūkana kaitangata whilst performing a mō and a pūkana mate whilst performing a motearea, all of these different types of contexts that, you know, some of our urban Māori may not um, uh, be exposed to, uh, living here in the city and not having much access to kaupapa Māori at, at, at uh, marae, outside of uh, us also having to rely on our amazing urban marae here in Tamaki. Um, so motearea is another way to re-gauge um, and also uh, bring forth kōrero uh, that may relate to our uri here in Tamaki Makoto who may uh, who may whakapapa outside um, and then of course giving opportunity uh, to uh, to our communities here in Tamaki uh, to maintain and, and stoke those fires of more out there while still living in the city.
Kiaura tēnā koe, yeah, yeah, nā tautoko hoki anō e rau nā um, kōrero ai we hoa. But you, 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 um, you're bringing up a lot around like that urban drift uh, kōrero. And um, I'm not saying that it is an issue, but do you feel that urban drifts and, and era atumea are issues facing motetea composition and performances today? I definitely know that um, as a result of the urban drift, um, it, it definitely makes it harder to be exposed to uh, what are the true value of motetea per se. Um, a lot of what uh, our uni Māori are exposed to here would most likely be the tangihanga, would most likely be tangihanga, uh, or other kaupapa Māori if they're not already working in Māori um, uh, jobs or uh, communities or areas like kura uh, and wānanga. So I do believe that the lack of exposure to motetea and its beauty and its value is definitely affecting, I guess, the importance of motetea amongst our communities. Um, I, I'm not a motetea expert myself, um, but I, I guess in what I've been exposed to uh, and what I've been lucky enough to be a part of in terms of motetea composition, whether it be for the kapaka stage or for our marae, um, it really is about encouraging more traditional ways of storytelling. Um, and motetea being one of the most key components or uh, key vehicles of storytelling for our people for centuries. Um, and that taonga is slowly dying out. Um, one, because, of course, we're exposed to a new type of music, a new type of composition. And so, of course, our people are modernising. Um, and actually, it's, uh, it's, you'll only find the, um, the majority of um, motetea being composed these days are actually for uh, competition and therefore the, the kapahaka stage. Um, and so uh, a lot of our compositions are coming from this stage, which is a beautiful thing as well. Um, but it's maintaining the true intention of each composition um, and not wanting to dilute uh, its importance, its reka, its kōnga, um, through competition, which can be restricting. Um, in terms of how we give, how we perform it, you'll find um, in the Hakangaho, uh, uh, in last year's Hakangaho round, um, our, uh, it was a Taranaki team, one of our Taranaki teams, Ngā Purapura, to my understanding, who done a motete, and it was all three notes. Da, 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 da. But if you do that on a kapaka stage, ping, 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 cross, cross, cross. So uh, um, competition can be restricting. And I I believe that competition would probably be more restricting than exposure of um, uh, more out there, especially for here in um, Tamaki Makoto. Um, and it speaks to it because, um, as well as knowing previous stories of um, more out there, especially within composition, Napuno um, Wai uh, 2012 um, secondary nationals uh, had performed, and I wasn't tutoring the kapa at this time, but they had performed a, um, a motetea, a karakia, um, taught to them by um, taku, Te Tahiwaku uh, Koroa, actually, um, and it speaks to uh, 
the voyage of uh, Nga Tokimata uh, of the waka um, from Hawaii to Aotearoa nei. Um, and within the moteate and the performance of the moteate, um, they actually had three-part harmony. Um, and the moteate was absolutely slammed, but that's how it was taught uh, from the tohunga who, who actually spoke, who actually taught uh, the item in itself. And so it goes to show how restricting competition can be, especially if traditional mōte out there were presented just not always in octaves. Um, but it, it pushes the boundaries in what, what's allowed in kapahaka, what's allowed in mōte out there as well. Um, so there's so many different perspectives. I can't actually sit on one side or the other side, but with, with mōte out there in itself, uh, it's quite traditional. Um, and I think within Tamaki no Koda, just to round a circle all of that back around to the part I, um, yeah, I do believe that having lack of access to Kaupapa Māori here in Tamaki no Koda, uh can affect how we see and how we value uh, more there, there, but it's all about how we can encourage more um, composers uh, to take up the huge responsibility that is uh, composing our present as a past for the future. Well, I must say, well, you've just brought up a new tohutohu about exposure and competition around motete. That is a kaupapa kōrero right there. And you've just brought up so many perspectives around it. I was like, God, you're so right. So that is a two note to uh, for series three. <laughs> for our next series, two note that one. Nā tēnā te We kind of have lightly um, touched on it, but... To get a bit more corded around it, do you feel that there's a new direction for motete as a, a genre of music? As you're saying, you know, people are now blending three-part harmonies and things like that into it, you know. So, yaha, etahi atsu, hei apetia tu kitira. Tika, um, I do think that motete has the space and availability to um, evolve uh, into a modern context, but I do I do appreciate the traditional traditional value that is more there there, um, and and if you think about it, like you know, uh, more there there isn't about record sales, it isn't about um, trying to uh, get the most streams. Uh, more there there is really about intention, and it, uh, it's about story. Um, and so, you know, you feel the most intention when it's performed live. You feel and hear um, and even see the most intention when it's performed at the marae. Um, and also, uh, there is value still there on the kapahaka stage. Um, but I do know that, um, you know, that we've got a lot of growth to make as a Māori community uh, and identifying where and uh, what is right and what is wrong. But also um, opening up to new possibilities of um, uh, creating different styles of more out there and not having that limited to the more out there. This is the more out there. 
um, but having availability there to really expand on what Motiata can actually create, uh, the instruments to be able to um, maintain those stories. If that is what um, uh, Motiata, the true uh, intention of Motiata is to maintain stories in Korero. Uh, then we should be thinking of uh, different ways and uh, uh, creative uh, avenues to uh, perpetuate the knowledge of more out there, uh, whether that be recording it on a microphone here, um, presenting it in a different way, um, adding different beats, percussive beats maybe, and um, different vibes on 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 a on a Logic Pro uh, music layout performance. Um, but I, I do know that uh, there is beauty as well in traditional aspect. There is beauty um, in, uh, in in our taonga, in our motiata, and especially um, motiata that are as simple as two notes. <laughs> There, there's beauty just in simplicity um, and even in the way that it's it's sung um, with composition you want to be as precise as possible so there's no one tuki suki with within um, live performance of more theater you hear the nannies coming in different times lagging over the different times and there's beauty in how they interweave. Uh, their voices, so the different types of mōte out there uh, and the different presentations of mōte out there are absolutely stunning, um, as traditional as they are. So I, I kind of say, like, you know, that's a bit of an on-the-fence answer. I would like to see mōte out there, I'll see the possibilities of mōte out there grow um, with still maintaining that true intention and the true wairua of a more out there. Um, you know, it doesn't have to always be a dance track. It doesn't have to always be a, an anthem that everyone would always replay, but when it is played, if it is recorded, um, that the wairua that's felt is there. Um, it could be as simple as the recording of koro singing the song just by himself. Or it could be a whole group of nannies in their own flow, doing on their own, whatever they, whatever nannies do, as they can. <laughs> it's about um, really trying to capture the true intention of Mōtēatea. So if it does evolve and ve- uh, develop into a new context, um, I'd like I'd, def- I'd love to see um, the true essence of Motiatea maintained uh, in whatever avenue it does go down. Beautiful, and that's it. It's it, it is. You know, we have to find ways to um, like one maintain the traditional essence and the in- true intention of what more there is. you know, So to keep our traditions and that up to play other, and you have kind of. You're likely going in there too, talking about, um, you know, the the future plans of where you would like Motetia to go with the growth on that. But would you like to sort of like give a bit more gordito on that, like where you personally, as a composer and as a 
fabulous performer. Have any um, future plans on involving Motetia in any of your compositions? Yeah, yeah. No, that's what it's all about. Um, I think um, it, there's two different intentions, I suppose, when going into uh, pop music um, than there is going into traditional aspect style music um, and so we haven't quite gone down the avenue of um, making a more dea something um, into uh, into a pop something um, but definitely I've gone down the avenue of creating our pop music and figuring out ways that we can incorporate more dea and then incorporate music um, and that's definitely um, noted in our latest album of my more um, and and we're going through a new phase now of of, of releasing music to a sound that uh, we've always loved ourselves and, and the songs that we've always loved to perform in, the style that we love to perform in and sing in, um, as opposed to previous avenues where we've um, prioritised the vibe of our tamariki and getting them up and dancing. Um, and this new uh, album that we've released, it really is about exploring our vocal side now. Um, and so within that um uh, their whole thought process and concept um, was about trying to think of ways that we can incorporate uh, kaupapa Māori, uh, waiata Māori into our modern day stories. Um, and that's included, so we, we have songs, we've only released two songs at the moment and they'll be releasing uh, periodically throughout the winter. Um, and so our next waiata comes out next week and it speaks to actually... Um, uh, and incorporating um, lines and verses from more out there that we've been able to encapsulate uh, and include into our modern day stories of how we like to uh, compose uh, and, and tunes and melodies that we uh, that resonate with us and to the context of uh, the story within itself. Um, and then I also believe there's aspect in there. Uh, that you know when we're creating waiata, um, especially waiata that are more slow, uh, slower. Um, there's there's responsibility, or there's a reflection of co- uh, current compositions, um, that are similar to composing more there and that um we would be coining, uh, fakatoki, fakatawaiki, um, to help or to encourage. Uh, or to include or even expose our listeners, our kaifakarongo, to new terminologies of this day and age, much like a mōte out there would. Uh, we find a lot of our kiwaha and whakatoki, whakatauaki even, um, are from mōte out there. Uh, and so mōte um, there also sits as our current language reference uh, for how language should be structured and how it should be said, and even for grammar from particular iwi reflecting uh, particular composers. Um, and so uh, within that, we've taken that same kind of uh, concept and included it in our compositions um, and creating uh, coining uh, phrases. We've got one called Areropo Namu, uh, which we've just released recently, um, and it speaks to uh, a person who follows through on their word. Uh, um, and so 
creating different terminologies and coining uh, for, uh, terms like that are similar to the intention of motiatea. Um, but of course, used in the modern day context, I wouldn't necessarily call arirō pōnamu a uh, motiatea. <laughs> but there are nuances in it that are uh, that do have motiatea um, similarities. Outside of the phrasings, there's also even um, uh, like melodies. Um, Fuck, uh, fuck, that's which has a flow of um, melody and the simplicity of, but with. We've thrown in the difficulties of adding off notes and harmonies around it with the lead note going over the top. So it's a reflection of, um, I guess, the difficulties of this generation and a development to a certain extent of more Um Just to answer, yeah, hey, fuck out. Oh, come well, I tell you what, for such a young, beautiful rangatahi like yourself, you are just filled with a wealth of knowledge, ehua. Oh, gee, pai. No wonder you're pai pity. No wonder. <laughs> Well, darling, we have definitely gone through a fabulous lineup of Pātai. Your Faka Utu have been more than suffice. Otira, hei Faka Tepe, hei Faka Kopani tenei, uh, kōrero, rero. Do you have any final kōrero that you would like to share, though, around Motetea as a composer, as an urbanised Māori? Kai ākoe, um, Yeah, I suppose, in my opinion, with Motetea, I will thin itself just to wrap up our cordial. Um, uh, I, like I said, I wouldn't actually classify myself as a matanga motiatea, um, uh, but I definitely look up to uh, comp- composers like Praone Gloin, Kingi Kiriona, um, Timoti Karetu as well, uh, illustrious composers of motiatea of different styles, of different beats, and through the uh, Kapaka stage, but also uh, not not just our fancy, amazing composers, even our grassroots composers uh, of our marae, of our communities, whether it be through kōhanga reo, um, and just creating little more te rangi toto te maunga, wai te mata te moana tūtsuki anna, i ngā te renga, takataka hitanga o ngā tūpuna. Little more out there like that can be beautiful for our tamariki. And so I, I, I guess just to wrap up our kōrero, it's an encouragement. He whaka tēnā tēnā noi hoa kukupu, whaka mutunga. Kia kaha tonu tātou ki te āta whakairo, i ngā kōrero tēnei wā hei hītori mo te ana mata o tā tātou ahurea o tēnei mea te Māori tanga. Hea tāhua tanga tonu a oroto i tēnāia nei, uh, I, I te inamata uh, o ngā mahi o tēnei wā tonu o tira uh, he kapoake i ngā akoranga uh, o, o tēnāia nei hei whāngai atu ki ngā uri whakatupu kā tupu mai a te rua toru whā rautau e tū mai nei he hapea e tahirau maharatanga kia rite hoki ki ngā tūpuna ki ngā kaitsito o namata rātau i Fao ina mai ngā mō te atea pēnei i a pine pine te kura. 
noroto tonu mai a kouta, tai rawa tu, kinga motea tea, o o o o e nairohe tonu, waikato tea wa, tu mara mara noa te tu te tu oranga tahi, takuraka we, nga motea tea huri huri noa, hoki rawa mai ra. Ki takurohe tonu o te tai toke rau me te huhua o ngā moteatea rereke, pipi wharaurua, ngā tukunga rereke kia kāho ki tātou ki te hangahanga mai i ngā āhuatanga rereke maroto tonu mai te moteatea. E pupuri, e mau tonu a tātou kōrero, a tātou wheako me a tātou akoranga Hare nei te wā. Heo anō rā he mihi tonu ki a koe taku hoa i whai wātea mai ki tēnei o ngā wānanga me te mihi hoki ki ngā kaiwhakaroho katoa. Mauri ora kia tātou. A podcast from Sound Centre for New Zealand Music, Toe Te Arapuoru, presented by me, Crystal Edwards, with today's guest, Pere Wihongi. The Waiata in today's podcast were Te Mātāwai, performed by Te Tikahurangi Te Matatini 2017, thanks to Kiengi Kiriona and Māori Television. And Te Te Kaumārua, performed by Mōtai Tangatarau Te Matatini 2015, thanks to Paraone Gloin and Māori Television. Thanks to series producers Tony Huata and Roger Smith. Sound engineer Phil Brownlee. Research by Te Ahukaramu Charles Royal. Production assistance from Jonathan Ingle and Ngahuia Maniapoto. Marketing, Leonay Fenta and executive producer Diana Marsh. Thanks to Adrian Tangaroa Vagana and Te Upoko o Teika. And thank you to our sponsors, Te Taurawhiri Te Reo Māori, Recorded Music NZ, and Creative New Zealand Toi Aotearoa. And thank you for listening. For more information about this podcast and the music of Aotearoa, go to the Sounds website, sounds.org.nz. That's S-O-U-N-Z. Nō reira, tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou, tēnā tātou katoa. Toi te ara pūru, sounds.